Are we there yet? I really, really have to pee. Mom, she's on my side of the seat. That's not fair. She's hogging all the seat. Are we there yet? Mm, my stomach hurts. Are we there yet? Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Are We There Yet? The family podcast for adults. You know, we were talking before the show. I think the real problem with me before I, I grew up was that I was an internet troll before there was an internet. <laughs> like, I could only... People got mad at me because I could only troll those that were immediately around me. That's true. So that explains a lot. I'm much less of a troll now than I used to be. I don't do it that as is much. True it's, it's also. not. It's not as fun. I agree. That's frightening. Well, <laughs> you're not very nice. No, I don't, I don't even troll on the internet as much anymore. Cause it's like shooting fish in a barrel anymore. That's true too. Oh, by the way, speaking of fish in a barrel, if you happen to buy the game Dead Island for your xbox or your playstation 3 a uh, word of warning there's no way to turn off the ability for people to just jump into your game i i finished it last night and at the very end literally the end strangers were jumping into my fucking game and i know people are like well there's a privacy setting i had all that shit set to don't let idiots in my fucking game don't let anybody i want to play this game I by myself that's kind of creepy i didn't i didn't like it i got very agitated i was like i don't know why you're doing this but I will give this game, you ready for my official rating for Dead Island? Mm-hmm. Three stars. On a scale of what, though? Five. Five. That's all right. It had potential that was squandered. That's all. Also, I found it disturbing that usually when you would find, it takes place on an island resort that gets overrun by zombies, right? But I found yeah. the number of zombie or corpses laying around to be disturbing they were almost all female for one thing very few male zombies almost all girls which i was like this would be the most popular resort in the world for guys why aren't there more here and you would usually find them uh kind of crumpled forward like they were on their knees and they fell forward with their butts up in the air nice and i was always like ah, this makes me feel weird zombie four crush and they cry i, I didn't like that part i thought it was weird and of course i'm you know a total game and noob but and most of the time my game and critiques basically boil down to what it looks like is it pretty is it sparkly right is it interesting right and that they took so much time to put the detail in the facial features and stuff and Mm -hmm. then totally ignored like actual movement of the mouth yeah it was weird. The facial animation was terrible. very weird. The facial anima- facial animation was terrible. Especially there are several times when people are like delivering these dramatic soliloquies to you, and they have no facial expression. Like, mm. I'm also tired of, uh, and a lot of people would think this is surprising coming from me. I I want my zombie apocalypse apocalypse games to one time have a character that's not a douchebag in them. I want somebody. I want to have a zombie apocalypse game where everybody's working together to survive the zombie apocalypse, not where people think they're trying to help you and then they fuck you. Not when you go, uh, "Hey, Mister uh, Arms Guy, I am fighting a zombie apocalypse. Could I get a gun?" And they go, "Yeah, fifteen hundred dollars." A, I just killed a hundred zombies on my way here. You're hiding in your fucking basement. If I want that fucking gun, I should be able to bash in your brains and take it at this point. You're being a dick. We're fighting zombies here. You know what I mean? Yum. And I also don't like the twist ending of every zombie game. You thought I was helping you, but I'm really the bad guy. 
I blame that on Bioshock. The ending of Bioshock is ruined the ending of all their games because everybody now thinks they need an M Night M Night Shyamalan. I'm a dick twist at the end. You don't stop it. Also, no more go get me shit missions. It's a zombie apocalypse. If you're asking me for a fucking bottle of water, my answer is going to be, I got better shit to do. Then the chick that gives Apparently you- they didn't, though. They were just standing around like in a wax museum <laughs> until you stumbled upon them. Then they would be suddenly animated and then go right back to their wax <laughs> status. The chick who gives you, this is the best part. The chick who gives you the go get me a bottle of water quest is in a house, a bungalow with running water. I didn't get her a single bottle of water. I just stood in front of her and said, there's water right there, bitch. And the game doesn't let you do that, but you should. So my recommendation is Redbox. It took me five days to finish it playing a couple hours a day on Redbox. And I finished it pretty mo- much mostly. So, and here's a tip. Don't play the girl with the gun. You may think that playing the girl with the gun is going to be interesting. You won't get a gun for the first five hours of the fucking game. So just so you know. Why? Because you're a girl? No, because you don't find guns until later on in the game. Nobody gets a gun. But if you're if you play that one character and your special ability is tied to a gun, oh sorry. Too fucking bad for you. Ah, anyway, if they want to call us, we're gonna call us. They can call our Google line at two one four two six seven nine eight nine nine. Email. RWTY show at gmail.com. On the other hand, Gears of War three is coming out soon. I know. And I am I am hard the billionth time. Hard as a fucking rock. Very exciting. I'm not so excited about this fucking instrument in my house, though, by the way. I don't like that. You're it's... supposed to be nurturing and supportive right. of people's musical I am. talent. I am. And all of our children actually have musical talent. This is the part where I, why I'm mad. But that mean, they think that means that they should be able to pick up an instrument that they've never played before mm-hmm. and sound like a professional musician. Well, doesn't everybody? <laughs> no. Thing three and I and you are having the biggest fight about this fucking instrument. Because my problem is I want, I, I am fine with them playing instruments. I hate all the band people. I hate them because they're dicks. But I think it's important for the kids to have some social skills. So well, and it also develops nice. a different part of the brain. Right. It helps them with math and a bunch of other shit. So I'm all for it. I played an instrument. You played an instrument. Fine. Fine. But I knew when I started playing the flute that it was going to be hard. And it took me many years to get good at it. In fact, I was bad at playing the flute until I was a freshman in high school when I became very good at it. And do you know when I lost interest in playing the flute? No. When I became very good at it. No, now it was no longer a I didn't care anymore. That When I came in my freshman year and got first chair right out of the gate after practicing very hard all summer with a lesbian who I thought was hot for me. (laughs) Yeah. That's a very good motivator, by the way. Okay, so you're saying we should do that for thing three? No, I'm not saying that for thing okay. three. I'm just saying it worked for me. It would not work for as well for a girl. And I came back and I was very good at it. I was like, well, this isn't that interesting anymore. Once I got it, you know what I mean? I was like, mm-hmm. I can probably play anything at this point. So whatever. Uh, I imagine people out there are probably having a hard time visualizing you in a dainty little flute. Flutes aren't dainty. Just so we're clear. It's pretty dainty. You know, as the fuck you're talking about. I mean, what's what's smaller and daintier than the flute a piccolo that's about it you know i never played a pretty much every other instrument is larger and sounds bigger than a flute piccolos are for bitches okay so i don't want to hear about piccolos a pan pipe jethro tall that's all i gotta say okay shut the fuck up 
So thing three is playing her new instrument, which is a brass instrument. And you know my opinion about brass instruments, right? Shut up. They're for mongoloids. You only need three fingers to play a brass instrument. Any fucking moron can do that. Some brass instruments, you only you don't need any fingers. That's talent. No, it's for fucking gimps. Control so, all of it with your embouchure. Whatever. So she's playing this instrument and she's not very good. Okay. Because she just switched from one kind of brass instrument to another kind of brass mm-hmm. instrument. A much more challenging kind of brass instrument. Correct? Yes. And she's pitching a fucking bitch about the fact that she's not perfect. Yeah, she's. Okay. She actually had the instrument at the beginning of the school year. Couldn't really play it because nobody told us for the first two weeks that we had to purchase our own mouthpiece. Could they send a note home? They send a note home for every other damn thing. This is thing three's fault, though. She knew. She just didn't tell us. And that's very annoying. No mouthpiece. So we finally purchased a a mouthpiece for her. She starts to play. And I mean, literally, she's had it for, what, three days now? Yes. Like three. Yeah, I got it this weekend. Mm -hmm. And she just so happens to decide she's going to play the same instrument I play. Right. Which is fine. Which is, it is fine. And you can give her some pointers, right? And I was very good at it. And I enjoyed it. And I played it for a long time. Right. But yeah. Now she thinks that I'm her special tutor and that I want to set aside two hours every night to help her with the horn. And I don't want to. I got other things to do. And I tried to explain to her when I was learning to play, my mom wouldn't even let me be in the house with it. I had to go outside (laughs) and play. Get the fuck out of my house. You're very annoying with that. Yeah, they sound like a wounded cow. Right. So, well, the French horn is one of those instruments that sounds terrible if you don't know what you're doing. It's like the violin or the clarinet, right? Mm-hmm. They're instruments where you, you sound like you really don't have a fucking clue until you get a little better at it. And I explained to her, I was like, look, nobody you go to school with is good at this either. You understand that? There's exactly. nobody There's nobody in your band that all of a sudden busted out the French horn and started playing the theme from Dallas, okay? Relax. It's going to take you a little while. If you're, if you're able to play a song by Christmas, you should be pretty happy. And you'll be able to, and it builds on itself. It's like anything else. Once you learn how to do it, you'll get better and better and better, right? And yet, <laughs> her band practice consists of you and she sitting in the back room and you playing notes on the keyboard <laughs> that she well, tries to match with the front door. The problem is, yeah, is that she expects me to look at a piece of music and instantly know what it's supposed to sound like without even really scrutinizing it. Like she'll hold it from across the room. How do I play this? What are the fingerings for this? Cause she, nobody even showed her the transition of how to play. the. Notes. I am a hundred percent sure they did. No, I don't think they did. All of our kids She's come home every day me. acting like nobody ever teaches them anything. She's starting to pick it up a little bit more now, but I'm like, can I see the music? Well, and then she hands it over, but she hands it over with a freaking attitude. Right. And I'm like, okay, I don't really want to fight about this, <laughs> but I cannot see it unless I have it in front of me. So. Well, I've talked about this before. that The kids feel that anything you do is or anything, anything they fail out is somehow your fault for not preparing. I know. That better. was another thing. Every time we sit there and like, she'll start to play something. She has the rhythm down, but she's not always hitting all the notes, which I, I don't expect that. The first time you're you're playing stuff through that's what it's for you figure it out you read it you figure it out you make your mistakes she does, you change it does, does she understand that even real like professional musicians can't sit down and just bust off any song you put in front of them 
no, that, that people practice so. for a fucking reason. Exactly. So she's playing it, but I explained to her that if you start off on the wrong note, all the rest of them are going to be wrong too. Well, if he, you just keep going from there. Here's what I understand. And that maybe it's because on a flute, you can't, maybe brass instruments are so simplistic. There's only like two different notes. Mm-hmm. And so you can start on the wrong one and you're just alternating between them. On a flute, there's a whole bunch of notes. If you, starting on the wrong note doesn't have any effect on any of the notes that come thereafter. Well, here's the thing. It, like, if you're not pushing any keys at all, you can play a C, a G, or an E. What a simple fucking instrument. So if she's doing that, no, it's all in the way you're holding your mouth. So if you're playing that, you don't know if, if, you, if you don't have good pitch in your ear, you don't know what note you're playing. You're playing an open note, but you don't know which one. Only a moron would make an instrument like that. You know what I'm saying? That's the kind of instrument that's designed for idiots. Why would you make an instrument that you can fuck up that badly? Well, that's what I'm saying. It's so stupid. she'll start at one, it's and stupid. then the next note up will be a different fingering, depending on which note you started on. That is dumb. So it's going to mess everything up. That yeah, is dumb. Yeah. So, yeah, I was wa- trying to play it on the keyboard so that she could hear it, and she was pitching a fit about that. And I was like, don't you want to hear what it sounds like? Because it was, it's so much easier to match a sound. Well, okay. Now, I'm going to tell you something now that I will that you're going to get very mad about, but I want you to understand this. Not everybody has your natural ear for pitch. You understand that? I do understand that, but she does. Okay, but do you understand? Because I can sing it. Okay, and she'll play it. Okay, I'm just saying. If you when you tell me shit like that, it makes me want to break things. No, I'm just saying because I don't have that. I don't. Well, you can tell though if you're playing something and you're actually if you're harmonizing with it or if you're actually playing the exact same notes that it is. You know, we've talked about that before, and I told you I cannot tell. Okay, whatever. (laughs) I, I one of the reasons why I was so good at playing the flute. Was that I was very mechanically competent, right? But I couldn't, I could not listen to a song and then play it back to you. That would be impossible. Well, so, I mean, she's able to hear it and tell if it's right or not. Well, she's lucky, which is good. So, so I told her, you know, it'll roll on. But she has absolutely no patience. And every time I'm sitting across the room from her, I'm not touching the music. <laughs> I'm not saying anything. I'm not even looking it's at your her. Fault. Yes. She'll mess it up and she'll be like, oh my God, you moved the bed and now I can't even play that note. I'm like, oh my God, that is not my fault. Stop blaming it on me. And every time she did it, I was calling her on it. She's like, I'm not really blaming it on you. I'm blaming it on me. And I was like, unfortunately, those are not the word choices right. that you're making. The things that you said, you blame me. How shocked was she tonight? Because you, you're not feeling very well today. Right. People are very lucky you're having a show because you did not sleep well last night and you've been sick all day. And uh, how shocked was she when she came out of her room asking you questions about the French horn? I said, your mom's not doing French horn today. Well, you she were watching the show and we'd already explained right. to her that, yeah, I wasn't going to help her. And she practiced for five minutes and she came out assuming that I was just going <laughs> to drop everything right. and help her. And I was like, no, I told you no. So tonight she practiced for 10 minutes and she put it away. Yeah, I I really think, and I'm not, this is not a criticism of you, but I really think it's time to cut the apron strings a, a lot more than you have. I, I think she needs to start just doing things. I think she needs to start expecting that she has to do things for herself. Because she really does. You'll say, I'm not doing that today. She hears you. She nods her head. And then five minutes later, she's trying to weasel you into doing That's, it. It is true. So I think we'll see. I, I'm just. She's gotten to the point now where she's old enough to handle shit on her own. And to be honest, she's not going to get any better as long as you're helping her. Well, she's going to get better by practicing. And that's all there is to it. You know what I mean? She's only going to get better by well, playing that's it. That's true. And by playing it, I don't mean trying to match notes with you playing fucking match game. She needs to just play the fucking music. 
Like I said, though, until she learns what it's supposed to say, the notes are supposed. Oh my god, you have no idea. I don't care. Either. That that sounds like the dumbest instrument ever made by man. Oh my god, that can you be any more it, insulting? It, it even is because it's, it's not the instrument that you chose to play. It doesn't mean it it's even, stupid. It even has, and a, especially I don't want her hearing that. It even has a stupid, shut up. Stupid name, French horn. Quiet. <sighs> okay, this story's been all over the frick fracking place, so it'll be interesting. So we haven't really talked about it. I, I yeah okay good. The cartoon character SpongeBob SquarePants is in hot water from a study suggesting that watching just nine minutes of that program can cause short-term attention and learning problems in four-year-olds. Problems were seen in a study of sixty children randomly assigned to either watch SpongeBob or the slower-paced PBS cartoon Caillou, or assigned to draw pictures. Immediately after these nine-minute assignments, the kids took mental function tests. Those who had watched SpongeBob did measurably worse than the others. Previous research has linked TV watching with long-term attention problems in children, but the new study suggests more immediate problems can occur after very little exposure. Results that parents of young kids should be alert to, the study authors say. Okay. Now, as part of my research for the show, I went back and got on the YouTubes and looked uh-huh. up old cartoons. And I, I don't mean like Steamboat Willie old. I mean like Bugs Bunny. Shit you and I watched when we were Roadrunner. Right. I, I don't find these to be any more slow paced than Spongebob. I don't I, think so either. I, the, the cartoons, I think Spongebob might be louder. Yes. Spongebob may have more abrupt visual changes because you know how his art style changes like in the middle of nowhere. Like all of a sudden there'll be a hyper realistic drawing in the middle of a Spongebob Squarepants episode. Mm-hmm. Or like the old Ren and Stimpy one where Ren would be like, my teeth, I have a pain in my tooth. And he would show you his teeth and it's right. like this close-up anatomical drawing of a tooth with worms and shit coming out of it. But I don't, I don't know. I, I really wish they had done more on this study. Well, here's my theory. The kids that were watching SpongeBob actually were awake to watch it. Okay. The ones that were watching Caillou got a little mental nap. <laughs> they had a nap, is that yes. what you're saying? You and I have had, uh, I'm not going to say fortunate, but we've had a long exposure to childhood television of many stripes, right? There was a TV we watched when you and I were a kid, which was basically Sesame Street and Electric Company. That was it. I mean, there wasn't any other kids programming other than cartoons, right? Right, until Ultraman and all that stuff came along. And then... I mean, there was some other stuff. Like, some, there was some live action shit like... Uh, H.R. Puff and stuff. Okay. And if you want to talk about trippy, weird, abrupt shows, HR Puffin stuff will fuck up your head. It makes uh, SpongeBob SquarePants look like a pretty tame morning entertainment. But I wish they would have taken some other cartoons, like I said, like some classic Warner Brothers cartoons, maybe some shit like that, and showed it to kids and see what happens. It's just just picking out SpongeBob out of your ass and picking it as the evil of all shows. It's kind of dumb. It it's really dumb. And I don't really know how accurate. I mean, you've got 60 children. I hope they tested them for abilities beforehand. Because <laughs> oh, I don't know if they did we, necessarily. We split the group improperly and all the kids who mm-hmm. watched SpongeBob were dumb before they got to watching SpongeBob. Maybe they already did have problems. Maybe um, some of them got a little bit of sugar. I don't know. While they were watching it. That's the thing. I think, yeah. this, I think this is a very headline grabbing show or study, but I, I don't think it really tells you anything. Well, because, I found it interesting because on the news tonight, local news, they had uh, an interview with a gentleman who allowed his children to watch SpongeBob. And they treated him like he was a And dick. all his kids were in GT. 
He was like, you can't right. put a blanket statement on something. It's it's just like saying rock and roll is evil. Well, right. And I think, okay, there are activities that I do that for a few minutes after I do them, I know my attention isn't all that great. For example, if I'm playing something like Gears of War, like death matches, which get kind of intense, you know what I mean? Like your focus is really, really hyped in. It takes me a little while after I play those games to get my brain back to being a normal human being. And I can't concentrate on shit for 10 minutes after I do that. My brain is rattled. I've been hyper stimulated. It's going to take a while before. If you ride a fucking roller coaster, right? It may take you a few minutes to get to where you feel like you can walk. That's true. Much less do, you know, some. What about the wiggles? They made them get up and move. They weren't sitting still at all. Right. (laughs) So. Like I said, I think this study is interesting, but I really wish people would stop with the scare tactics on parents because parents, especially new parents, are very susceptible to your bullshit. You know? Absolutely. I they think it kind of boils like, down to, you know, don't sit your kid in front of the TV for eight hours a day. Pay attention to what they're watching. It's not like SpongeBob is on 24-7. There's no SpongeBob channel. I mean, occasionally, yes, there's well, marathons. I was going to say, sure, because... Occasionally, there are marathons, <laughs> but you know days. what? You have control over the stupid remote. Right. Right. Don't let them sit there and watch it all damn day. Yeah, I don't know. I'll be I'll be curious to see what, what the end result of this is. But I and I wish that like did maybe kids who watch SpongeBob, maybe they're better at other things. That's you know what I'm possibly saying? true too. I don't know. It'd be intriguing. But don't get all, don't start trying to ban SpongeBob and stuff. It's just dumb. I happen to like SpongeBob. Also, SpongeBob is pretty hilarious. SpongeBob's not for four year olds. And it's really SpongeBob not. is probably one of the few cartoons that I would actually sit and watch with the kids because I would, I found it entertaining myself. Right. And that's one of the things that I think is underrated because, like, they talked about Caillou, and I, I tried to talk about this before, but I got distracted. Or I was talking about the different kinds of cartoons there were. There used to be a time when cartoons, you could sit down as an adult and watch cartoons with your kids and everybody gets something different from it, right? Like the old time Warner Brothers cartoons are for adults as much as they're for kids, right? Right. Okay. Same thing with stuff like The Simpsons and stuff. Same thing with SpongeBob SquarePants. Same thing with Ren and Stimpy. A good cartoon has something for everybody. Shit like Caillou and Oogie Boogie and all those fucking ridiculous piece of shit PBS shows. Nobody's learning anything because everybody's asleep. Nobody can focus on shit because you watch it and you're like, oh my God. And it, it is like the, the part, the voices in Caillou are so, so horrific. I was surprised every time I saw you guys watching, I was like, how are you not asleep? It is the worst. Well, that's good for chilling people out. I mean, there's a, there's a time and a place for every kind of show, I think. No, there's not. Yes, there is. Well, not every kind, like like a donkey show or something like that. That doesn't say. ever show up on my... <laughs> Be careful what you say. <laughs> All right, here's story. my next one. When Josefina Hernandez, a longtime Walgreens employee with diabetes, felt an attack of hypoglycemia coming on, she grabbed a $1.39 bag of chips and ate them to boost her blood sugar, she said. Hernandez said she paid for the chips as soon as she could leave her cashier's post at the South San Francisco drugstore. She said she tried to explain her actions to Walgreens, but the company fired her. They said they had a zero-tolerance policy, said David Oppenbrown, an attorney with the U.S. Equal Employment Opportunity Commission, which filed a federal court suit Thursday accusing the Illinois retailer of discriminating against a disabled employee. How, how, how do you feel about this story? I'm not sure that they were discriminating her against her as being disabled so much as they were somebody that was consuming product 
while they were working. But if your disability is that sometimes you will have to snack on something or you will fall to the floor like a stone, it's kind of discriminatory, right? Well, that's true. I'm not, I mean, I'm not saying I would have done the same thing. And I, okay, hypoglycemia is one of those things that a lot of people kind of poo-poo and go like, whatever. But when you see somebody have a hypoglycemic attack, it's pretty scary. Like somebody who actually has it, not somebody that you work with that's a big fat ass and says they have it so they can have an excuse to eat all goddamn day. But people who have hypoglycemia, that shit gets pretty scary. Well, yeah, and it could go pretty quickly. I mean, once you, at least she was smart enough to take care of it. How would they have felt if she had yeah, she goes let to the it floor and cracks go, her head open? Exactly. Yeah. And then she sues them. Maybe she should have done that next time. <laughs> next time, I'll take your risk with a severe cranial injury. Well, and on the other hand, not to take the corporation side because I never do that. But on the other hand, if you know you have a hypoglycemia, right? Maybe you should have some high fructose corn syrup candies in your pocket at all times. Because I know that I would. You know what I'm saying? I know that if I had to worry about high or low blood sugar, because one thing, too, was having trouble with low blood sugar, she doesn't really have that much anymore. But when she was, she carried snacks with her fucking everywhere. Right. Because she knew, if I don't, this will go very poorly. I will get very sick. She still does, actually. Yeah. So, I don't know. But it does annoy me that corporations have this blind adherence to policy mm-hmm. where there's no ability for a manager to make any decision. I don't even know why they have fucking managers. They should just have the book reader. You know what I mean? You do something and the book reader goes to the book and reads to you the verse from the book and assigns you your penance. Sometimes your penance is you get fired. Sometimes you have to pay a fine, whatever. Because it's clear that nobody with a human soul heard this story, right? She told the manager what happened mm-hmm. and the manager goes, well, I have to fire you. Instead of saying, oh, I understand. That makes sense. Do you think perhaps that was like the straw that broke the camel's back? Maybe she wasn't Maybe that she great of an employee. Maybe she had other things that were racking up and they're like, yeah, you know, this is the prime opportunity to let you go because this is one that's on the books. You know what I mean? Okay. Maybe that's possible. Or I don't know. maybe her boss is a horrible racist who hated Mexicans, and this was his chance to get rid of a Mexican. Maybe. I don't Th- know. That's that. what I'm saying. I, I don't like the way this kind of shit happens because there used to be a time when you had a problem. Like, when I, even when I started off with one of my first jobs doing douche work, delivering paint and shit, I wrecked a truck. I didn't, I didn't wreck it, wreck it. I ran it into a loading dock because it was a truck I wasn't used to driving, and they insisted that I back it up into a very tiny space, and so I fucked it up. Today, I probably would have just been fired. Like, there wouldn't have been any discussion. I just would have got, I would have been fired. But back then, I was like, look, this is what happened, and here's why it happened. And my boss goes, oh, okay. Don't do that again. You know what I mean? Yeah. Even I now, know. I where think, I though, work too, now, they know, employers know that for every employee, there's probably 100 more lined up outside the doors. Well, that's the thing. Right now, if an employer can fire you, they will. They don't give a shit. Mm-hmm. They don't fucking care. In fact, it's gotten so bad, this is totally a different story, but in the car business now, like the car manufacturing business now, they yeah. have two tiers of workers. Did I tell you this? No. Tier one are the old employees that are part of United Auto Workers, right? And they make, on average, 25 to $30 an hour. Okay. The new people that they're hiring are part of the United Auto Workers of America, but they make $14 an hour. 
Because the union said, yeah, we got to keep the salary the same for the old people, but you can have a lower salary for the new people. Nice. Protecting their own. They're not even protecting their own. The new members are not protected. They, they're going to get $14 an hour no, when these old people retire. Old school as right. opposed to the new. And that's whatever. the thing. Everybody's trying to get theirs at the expense of everybody long term. Because in the future, these these guys that started working for fourteen dollars an hour, who think that they're someday going to make thirty, but they never will, because it's never going to fucking happen, mm-hmm. are just going to say, "Fuck it, we don't need a union. We can do this shit on our own. We can take a fifty percent salary cut without you." I don't know, man. Corporate America. Corporate right, my last America. Now people think that thirty dollars an hour is a lot of money. It's not. It's not a lot of fucking money. It's a decent living. But it's not, you're not riding around in a fucking lot yachts and shit. A lot of people make. Do you think that's right? $60,000 a year. Well, I'm not saying that's right. I'm just saying. I'm it's just it's saying enough it. for people to be comfortable and not have to worry about their next fucking paycheck. I think, I think that's a reasonable salary for people who make cars. People who make $14 an hour can't even afford to buy a new car. I know. I'm just saying. They just had the, all the statistics that came out today. And most people make under 10 fucking ridiculous i agree i'm just saying so for most people it's three times what they're making it's pretty good fucking ridiculous okay here's my last story a tacoma washington man who allegedly asked neighbors for permission to dump a dead body in their trash can appeared in court on friday the man is accused of committing murder with a firearm according to a court document cnn is not identifying the man because neither he nor his attorney could be reached for immediate comment Witnesses told police that they heard what sounded like fireworks about an hour before the man appeared at their house asking them to help him sell crack cocaine, the document said. (laughs) A short time later, he returned and asked the witnesses to help him dispose of the body. Can't knock on your door. Hey, man. Could you guys help me sell some crack? No. Knock, knock, like, hey. um, You guys help me get rid of a body? the fuck <laughs> i bet you're wishing you called the cops the first time right oh i've got a couple questions how come he doesn't have his own trash can if he had his own house if he's he always using their garbage if can? you killed somebody would you put the body in your own trash can how stupid would that be okay well going next door and you asking walk across the street permission to put it in their trash can you don't have to ask for permission when you're disposing of a body just saying you guys you, guys, you already uh, broke the law. You guys mind if I put this body here in your trash can? I don't want to have any trouble with my neighbors. <laughs> it's freaking crazy. That's Number two, here's my other though. question. How do you react to a question like that without putting yourself in some you sort of jeopardy? You slam the fucking door, lock it, and call the police. Actually, what you do is when the guy comes to your house asking for your help selling crack cocaine, you lock the door and call the police right fucking then. People are so flipping, flapping weird. I swear to God. The world's getting stranger. I will totally agree with you. There's some weird shit going on out there. That's why I put the story in. I was like, this story just doesn't even make any goddamn sense. You know what else doesn't make sense? What? CNN won't identify the name of the man because they couldn't contact him. Since when do people have any sort of privacy? Well, they will actually put, there's no address listed here. That's because I don't don't have a block number. I don't have an apartment number. That's because they couldn't confirm it with his attorney. They do confirm stuff with the attorneys before they post it in the paper because you don't want to get a shit suit out of you for putting the wrong name in there. I guess so. But, yeah, this is... Remember when we had the chance to move to Tacoma? Aren't you glad we didn't go? <laughs> well, we that was one of the reasons why we didn't go, though. 
Tacoma is one of those cities that nobody ever really talks about. But when we lived over that way in the 90s, it was like a war zone. Remember that? There was constantly tales of people shooting shit up and setting stuff on fire. For a while, they had like whole blocks that were like open war zones. It's like the Oak Cliff of Seattle. It was worse than Oak Cliff. It was worse. People were just getting shot up all over the place. Pretty weird. But I guess it hasn't really changed. So move out of Tacoma. I mean, honestly, he deserved to get caught. And frankly, I'm surprised (laughs) he hasn't been caught well before now because he doesn't sound very intelligent. He's not very smart. Most people that deal crack aren't super genius. That's why they're dealing crack. Got any other stories over there? If they want to call us, we're going to call us. It's hot in here. I don't want to hear about it. We're back to up to 107 degrees. And I'm. I. It's ridiculous. I open. It's freaking almost October. Every morning for the past week, I've opened the door and it's been nice and pleasantly cool outside. Today, I opened the door and it was like a fucking blast furnace at seven o'clock in the morning. I was like, why? Why? All right, if they want to call us, we're going to call us. They can call our Google line at 214-267-9899. Email. show at gmail.com. Excellent. All right, Kim. New, new, new news with Kim. Why do you do that? All right, Kim. We're not there yet. Hi, this is Thing One. Thanks for listening to my parents' podcast. Why not take a second to review their show at TalkShoe.com? And I'm Thing Two. To make sure you never miss an episode, subscribe to the feed at www.arewetheryetpodcast.com. This is Thing Three, signing off for all of us at Are We There Yet. Vote for us at PodcastAlley.com. <laughs>